Good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. That needs to come up a little bit. Testing, testing. Oh. Testing, okay. testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> okay. Well. Well. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to the first official. Yes, first official, official episode. Yes. Of the Playbook Project, which yes. is the name we finally decided to go with. Yep. We're just sticking with it. And this is yep. the episode we're 100% without a doubt posting online yes right. this one will be our first the playbook playbook project playbook oh <laughs> boy we're starting off early yeah well <laughs> oh boy uh, off to a good start i haven't had anything to drink yet either um <laughs> so happy just cinco so de mayo yeah happy, yeah, yes, happy having, cinco yes, de mayo yes cinco de mayo to all of our uh mexican fans out there happy cinco Absolutely. de mayo even though we don't really have any fans and to all of our Not star yet. wars fans uh happy Revenge of the Fifth. Uh, yesterday was May the Fourth be with you. So, to all you Star Wars fans out there, absolutely. And tomorrow <laughs> is Revenge of the Sixth. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, oh I screwed it up. I'm sorry. Yep. May, uh, the, May the Fourth, and they say I Revenge, it was Revenge of the Fifth. They say Revenge of the Fifth, but if you think about it, Revenge of the Sixth makes more sense. You're adding one yeah. letter to Sith. Yeah, you're right. I know the sixth movie is Return of the Jedi, but. In the fifth movie is Empire, but that's the thing is, fifth movie is Empire Strikes Back, so it's not like it really matters. It makes sense. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The Empire Strike. Okay. Well, Shit, isn't because isn't Revenge of the Sith? Isn't that like, what's that? The third what? movie? You're asking the wrong guy. I've oh, never. Yeah. Seen, I've seen. I'm I've pretty seen, sure Revenge of the Sith is the third movie. I've seen A New Hope once. Oh Jesus. Okay. And Moving that's, on. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> just so just so we can paint a picture. Uh, this looks like. Like what we're doing right now looks very much like the under pressure album from Logic where I'm yeah, laying on okay. the floor and Jeff and Nick are both deep in their research on their phones and like getting right. everything ready and I'm just laying here acting like a total <laughs> bum. It was the third movie, by the way. What yeah, was that's uh Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith Revenge of the Sith was the third movie? Yeah, it's one of the it's the last prequel movie. It's the one where Obi Wan and Anakin have their crazy lightsaber fight. Where Anakin gets his legs chopped off. Oh, okay. You see, I've never seen the movies, but like I know the storyline enough. I was gonna say that's a shame. You should watch them. Yeah. <sighs> Everybody says that. Eh, Everybody if says if you got it. Disney Plus, you got all the movies. Everybody says I should watch all of them, but like, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna really be into it. Like, I, I'm. I'm a weird counterculture kind of guy, but not like in the like political. Like, it's not really counterculture. Counterculture. Like, I'm. I'm the kind of person where like I'll like something, and then as soon as it gets popular, I'm like. Uh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like, then it becomes a fad. Yeah, like okay. So this is a total side note from what our actual podcast is. But like, I've been training jujitsu for like a, uh, for two years now, and and it's really starting to take off. And I'm starting to get really weird about it. Where I'm like, uh, like don't get me wrong. Like I love it. I'm not gonna stop training. But like I'm getting to that point where like now it's becoming such a big thing where everybody's training. They're like, oh my god, you train BJJ too? And I'm like, uh Okay, like maybe yep. I have to take a minute off. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm That's not going. To. I'm not going to. But you get my point, right? Nope, like, I get so it. Star Wars has always been that for me, where people are like, "Oh my god, dude, Star Wars!" I feel like is Harry great. Potter probably could Harry be the same thing. Dude, Harry Potter was the same way. I couldn't watch Harry Potter because everybody was into it. And I'm like, all right, just because of that, I'm not watching it oh, because boy. I know you're into it. I'm out. But nonetheless, 
Uh, welcome to the Playbook Project, yeah. where we talk about whatever it is we feel like it, mostly sports, mostly sports, sometimes life, and yep. other times just random the food we're eating, yeah, and random things of the day. So here we are. So, uh, what kind of podcast are we gonna? What what, what kind of sports are we gonna talk about, Nick? Well, I would say majority of the sports we talk about on here probably be baseball and football. Yes. Yep. But S- sprinkled in with a little hockey. Yeah, sprinkled in a little hockey, a little basketball here and there. But baseball and football are our main sports that we follow. Yep. Um, but we're gonna try and make this a weekly thing, and uh, hopefully that happens. But today, what I would like to talk about is now that we are officially one month through the MLB season. Yep. Let's, you know, recap that first month and yes. discuss some things. I'm thinking, you know, we I'd like to talk about maybe our, our biggest surprises and our biggest letdowns, both team side and individual player side. Yes. Yep. I feel like that'd be something pretty interesting. Just might be some surprises out there that you guys might not even be aware of or I might not be aware of, whatever yeah, the yeah. case. So there's there's some interesting stuff that's been going, around, going on. I definitely... I definitely uh, think this first month of baseball has been enjoyable, actually. Um, and w- we may reference some things we talked about in our two episodes we have but never really aired uh, due to the fact that we were still kind of getting our feet underneath us and still yeah. trying to figure out exactly what we we're going to name the podcast, exactly what we were going to do and how we were going to go about it. But um, you may hear us reference something within those podcasts which were the last three weeks right because we did skip a week yep. uh, uh, because last week nick you were at a couple of concerts which i'm no sure awesome. not a couple of concerts just one concert uh, i went whatever. to a baseball game and then a concert yes uh, i also did go to a mets game so for those who are going to find out soon uh nick and i are both mets fans yes jeff is a big philly fan uh yep. except for football jeff's a steelers fan which yes. I- i'm still surprised didn't it's your dad work the for the eagles Yes, yes, for the podcast. My yeah, father. How did, did your work. dad not disown you? <laughs> uh, That's the real question. <laughs> hmm. It's a good question. No, um, it's the same way uh I think Matt's father didn't disown him. Well my dad my dad is also a Steelers fan. Correct. But my dad was a nerd in high school and college and only started following the Steelers because they were good in the seventies. Mm-hmm. So that's why he became a Steelers fan, uh, and then just stuck with it because they you know, yeah. he was a front runner, but but your dad worked for the Eagles, and how did you end up liking the Steelers? Was it Ben Roethlisberger? Um, yes and no. Um, when I started uh, really getting into watching football in a more uh, uh, more serious sense, um, I was a big fan of Big Ben, and I was also a big fan of just the overall team that Pittsburgh had built at that time. Um, I also had some friends who were from the Pittsburgh area, who uh, growing up we would watch the games together at their house, so that was kind of where the uh, the love of Pittsburgh had started, and it's kind of been that way since. Uh, super excited to see what they'll bring for uh, for this season. Um, but right now, my big thing right now is as we're as we're watching the as MLB we're watching, Network, yeah, and we're Nick Castellanos <laughs> get thrown out at second. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, Normally we'll we'll we will try to have some sort of uh out second by Rymel Papia, no less. <laughs> yeah, right. Um on a very bad, bad double. Th- yeah, hey, at least he was not. running it out, we'll give him that. Yeah. yeah at least yeah. he had hustle. <laughs> he kept with it. Um but normally we will have some sort of MLB playing uh during the MLB season and then when we get into the NFL season we'll usually have some sort of NFL uh game being played. Um so we're gonna be doing that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much for the history as far as the Eagles. Uh, my father worked for the Eagles for two seasons, 
Uh, he worked for the Colts one season prior to that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> as, oh. as, as as he looks around in the space, he... Uh, Yes, yeah, that, uh, for That's awesome. for the audio podcast, uh, we're pointing to a photo, large photo in my house of my father standing next to number 92, Reggie White. That's awesome. And also number 28 or 26, I can't see. That's Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's a sick picture, though. No, that's yeah. a really... I didn't know your dad worked for the Colts, so now that I'm looking and seeing... Yeah, so he did one season with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he did one season with them. Uh, that was through his... Uh, his education at uh, his alma mater, uh, Salisbury University. So he got that opportunity to go and do that, and then he worked. What did he? For the what US. did he do? Like athletic training? Or? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Cool, he cool, did cool. that for for all three. Sweet. Um, yeah. So he's been doing that. So there's we've been around football for a long time. That's awesome. Um, and I know we've been also. You know, my father been big uh, Phillies fans. I know my dad has always talked about. Uh, he was always talking about retirement and then retiring into. Being an athletic trainer for spring training for the Phillies. That's Dude, a, that would be cool. Major goal for him. That would be super cool. I know, um, yeah, so I know getting to be with a team or to work for a team is something that's always been a dream of mine. Yeah. Like, like something I've always wanted to do in life. But um, that's awesome, dude, that your dad was able to do those yeah, things. Yeah, he had a great I opportunity mean, for that. Yeah, dude, that, that, that's so cool. And if and if, for those who obviously can't see it, you look around the basement that we're currently in, and there's just pictures and stickers and things everywhere, Eagles, Phillies, Sixers, obviously the Indianapolis Colts uh, helmet that's sitting yeah. uh, right next to me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, dude, that's I awesome. I can't remember if that's – I can't remember if that's preseason. I can't remember where that – it's not – it's like – it's some – it's it's a team – Helmet. It's not a. Um, oh, it's not. It's not a bot helmet. I wouldn't no, expect no, yeah, it yeah, to yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah. it's so an I'm actual. I remember the story for that one. I'll, I'll awesome. have to. I'll have to ask him. At yeah, some you'll definitely have that. to ask. And then, but yeah. So Jeff is a Pennsylvania native, obviously in sports teams, whether the Steelers or Phillies, what have yeah. you. Uh, Nick is a New York guy, except for football, uh, which. <laughs> Hey, whatever. If you want to root hey. for the Vikings and hate your life, <laughs> yeah, you we want to go, go Minnesota here. <laughs> I've been hating my life as a Vikings fan yeah, since two thousand nine. Yeah, <laughs> Don't Nick, get me started. Uh, Nick, Nick definitely has the worst of everything because he's not only a Mets fan, which they can't seem to win anything. But I'm a Mets yeah. fan, but a he's Vikings a Vikings fan, fan and a Rangers, and a Rangers fan. fan. And uh, to boot for s- basketball, I root for the Sixers and. Right. Whoa, whoa. Hey. The Sixers are good this year, Sixers though. Sixers are They're, good this year. They've been good the last four years and can't make it past the Eastern Conference <laughs> oh, Final. Hey, oh, Listen, we're going to do it this year. And they shouldn't have started Joel Embiid game, too. He was not ready to come back. Okay. He had 13 points and three uh, rebounds. He was, and he was slipping and falling. Hey. Nick has, uh, obviously doesn't know what it's like to be a winner. No, we'll get you there. I don't. Though. We'll get you there. Closest I got was, shit. Closest I got was. 2014, 2015, Rangers in 2014, Stanley Cup, 2015 Mets in the World Series. Yep. Both teams lost 4-1 in the in the finals. I thought it was 2015 and 16. Didn't nope. the Rangers Mets, go Mets in 2015? W- nope. Mets went to the World Series 2015 against the Royals. Rangers went to the Stanley Cup 2014 against the Kings. Oh, I thought it was years. I thought it was two. Av- the, yeah, the yeah following I thought it was the following two years. Not yet. Yep. But I, I, Nick, I feel your pain. I, I obviously being a Mets fan myself, a Rangers fan myself, mm-hmm. um, I'm a New York through and through um i don't follow basketball a ton uh but i do cheer for the knicks uh because go. the owner of the knicks obviously is owns the rangers as a well. rangers owner right so i do cheer for the knicks yes unfortunately um get but, out james Dolan. but i am we a giants fan <laughs> i'm a giants fan and nick i feel your pain over the last 
10 years. I was going to uh, say, one Giants, what, 2011? And 2011, yes. Okay. Yep. So, seven, 2007, 8 was obviously that magical season. Mm-hmm. You beat the Patriots. Yep. I was fifth grade, sixth grade. 10, yeah, 11. so I was like 10, 11. Yep. And then they won again when I was 13, 14, probably like freshman, sophomore year of high school. Yep. And that was it. Uh, so, it's been a little bit for me, too, but I do have that feeling of success. So, we'll get you there one day, Nick. Hopefully. I feel it. Not this with Kirk, year, not I with, was not with Kirk year, Cousins as my quarterback. No, definitely not. He's a, great, he's a great fantasy quarterback and a stat patter, but he will not win a Super Bowl. But this was the year I thought the Mets may may get it, but nonetheless. <laughs> let's let's get into some baseball talk. Yes. Yeah. As we get into this baseball talk, I just want to start out by saying last week's uh, trial episode, we kind of went through who our division winners were going to be, who our rookies of the year were going to be, AL and NL MVPs and all that jazz. Yep. But not to rehash all of that, we will go through our social medias and post all of our predictions. That way people can kind of see what we had already talked about. But I do want to make a very big point that Nick had already mentioned before we started recording tonight that I myself said that the Pittsburgh Pirates, <laughs> this was my stretch Oh yes, year. yes, I yes, did yes. say that Pittsburgh Pirates were going to win the division. Something inside me says Pittsburgh is just that good this year. They uh, are him. And, and Nick's I, response was... My response was that if the Pittsburgh Pirates win their division, I will get a tattoo of the... Ju- um, are we I don't back know how, Yeah, I don't know how far back I went. Sorry, technical difficulties. Uh, so I said Nick... To Nick, the Pirates are going to win, and Nick said you were going to get the what? The Jolly I was going to get the Jolly Roger tattooed on one of my rear cheeks if they won the division. Well, Currently, here. after one month of baseball, they are in first place in the NL Central. So I'm not nervous yet. Right. It's only one month into the season. May. But at the same time, but you, should be you a don't little walk nervous. into the season expecting the Pittsburgh Pirates. No, you should be a little nervous. But it is is weird for sure. You should be a little nervous. I think the Pittsburgh Pirates are absolutely taking this division. Now, some of the other things we did mention just to go over some notes uh, so that way people have some context on our thoughts from earlier. Um, We all kind of... We're sporadic. We really didn't agree on much other than Atlanta winning the division, right? Yeah, we all all pretty much... We gave our predictions for who we thought was going to win... You know, each division, playoff seeding, stuff like that. And pretty much, like, we all had different takes. Like, none of us really aligned other than, like you said, with the Braves winning their division. Yeah. And I... uh, Did we all agree? I thought we agreed on the Dodgers. No, because I think... No. I I said the Dodgers, I think, were going to come in first. I said San Diego. He said San Diego. I said Dodgers first. I think think Atlanta was the only team we actually agreed upon. like, general consensus. General consensus that Atlanta wins the division. Um which is super interesting. And then a lot of our conversation was the the places to be. And actually, we were a week early um, on, and we'll, I'll clip the audio because I still have it, or at least I hope I still have it. I'll clip the audio of us talking about how baseball needs a new city. And it came out about three days, four days, before three the MLB days. actually yeah. announced that they were looking to move to another city. Yes, and, and we they want to expand. And they want to add two more teams. And there's... Talk yeah. about where that's going to be. I know a lot of people are saying they want to bring baseball back to Canada and they want to bring it back to like Montreal. That would be cool. That would be dope because um, obviously the the expos, yeah, the expos were huge. And then 
Um, another thing too is apparently some ownership group in Orlando, Florida, has put in like a bid for a one point five billion dollar right. stadium in Orlando, which right. I think is a horrible idea. Well, we'll see. We'll Nick see lived in Florida, so yeah, for those, so for yeah, those, I who... lived in Florida for three years in the Orlando area, and I can just tell you, just from living there, like there is no room in Orlando for anything else, uh... and then let alone like in Orlando, sports are not what people care about in Orlando. Orlando is a huge tourist area. They're not coming to go to a baseball game. They're not coming to go to the Orlando Magic. Other than the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. Florida sports well, really do not have as much traction. Wait a goddamn minute. Wait, no, You're no, no. telling me the Miami Dolphins oh, and the don't Dolphins. have a following? Sorry, no. the Dolphins. Right. But well, you sh- and Oh, first off, Duval County uh, Jacksonville. Jaguars. Okay, listen. But I they've just been a laughing stock for so long I that should. I just I don't think of them. But now they have Trevor Lawrence, and uh, everybody's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And also, to be honest, right for for baseball, I kind of understand it. But there'll never be a need to have an NFL team in the Orlando market because they've just started putting in a new train line system to get you from the international airport for Orlando mm-hmm. to Miami. Downtown Miami Whoa. for under three hours train ride. Wow! And then they're extending that it's across probably Am- Amtrak. Probably. I uh, know it's. I think it's Brightline. We're not sponsored by them, oh, but okay. yeah, Brightline. <laughs> <puts that laughs> in. We could be the Brightline. We, we could be though. Brightline. Um, if you hear this, <laughs> NJ yeah. Transit. What but, up? <laughs> but uh, Brightline is, and then they're planning on doing another track from Orlando to Tampa. So hypothetically. You wouldn't that, even need. You would need you any could other take, sports You could in take Orlando. a train ride from straight Tampa there. straight to Miami. Yep. Oh, that's it, why. It's probably it would probably be like an express train too. So no other stops really. Yeah. I enjoy, listen. I I understand your guys' point, and Nick, you lived in Florida, so you would probably know the area better than I would. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that argument is the same argument they made with Vegas, right? Why does people? Why do people need a sports team in Vegas? Oh, no, well, I feel like Vegas is different though, Vegas because different. Vegas, as obviously you have the Strip in Las Vegas, right? But there are still people in Vegas who don't have any sports teams because in Nevada there is nothing, nothing. other than Las Vegas. Right. Literally, think about it. Yeah, and, and in and, Nevada, is there anything else except for the Raiders or not the Raiders? No. The, uh, the, the well, Golden Knights. Well, n- well, the Raiders too. Well, n- now the Raiders. Now the Raiders, and that's been like the big thing though is is that we saw the transition of the Raiders coming out of Oakland and going into the Vegas market, and we saw that they embraced embraced the hell out of them. Yeah, they did. And when they brought the Golden fantastic. Knights to Vegas, right? Holy crap! No, no, I no, I that know that city so, so went crazy. I, I would say, I would say that there may have been talk several years ago about why why they need to bring a baseball team or any sports team into the Vegas market. But given the first two and how well they performed, yeah, I, and I now foresee like with the A's that, like it's yeah. just a no brainer. Yeah, it's a no brainer. And given the fact the way that they built the Raiders Stadium and incorporated many different diverse things that you know you're you're prone to see in the Vegas strip. Um, I foresee a very similar type of thing coming to the construction of the baseball stadium. Um, so that should also benefit uh, turnout for people to attend for the games. I I, I don't think Orlando's a bad option. I, I it wouldn't be my first option. Let let me yeah. start here. Let me let me start by saying if I had to if I had to pick a United States city, right? Cause, uh, Canada aside, because I agree with you, Nick. Yeah. I think the best city for baseball would be Montreal. I mm-hmm. think they would welcome the team back with Absolutely. open arms, and it would be a lot of fun to have like, another Canadian team. But I think the two biggest cities I would throw baseball in 
are Nashville. Nashville, because yeah. Nashville, and huge. I know I know the MLB ha- has Nashville on its radar. Nashville sports are huge. Well, just Tennessee sports Dude, in general. Pe- people like, don't yeah. realize how devout those fans are. I mean, you look at the Preds. The Preds. You are... look at you look at the Titans, right? Like these fans. And the Titans are not good. But no, the Titans well, fans the are... Titans are a good regular season team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, like you, you as long as Derrick like the Henry's healthy. Yeah, but like the Vikings, right? Yeah, right. They'll win their division, but then get eliminated right. first round. But like Nashville sports, and you saw not uh, not this year, obviously, but a few years ago. I think it was last year, maybe the year before, when Nashville hel- uh, held the draft. Dude, still to this day, the most people on a draft night, 600,000 people. And it was in Nashville. And it was in Nashville. Nashville is a phenomenal sports town. I also think uh, a city like New Orleans deserves yeah. a team, too. Uh, no. the, the Saints are phenomenal. Everybody loves them. Like The Pelicans you know, are it. Who dat? Everybody's here for it. Who day? Whatever. I know them it's, and the Bengals confuse the two. Who, They're stupid. Who, who dat think, is who, New Orleans? Who dat is New Orleans? Who day, who day is Cincinnati? Stupid. Nonetheless, well, I that's think like New- the Carolina Hurricanes copying the Vikings' skull champ. Yeah. I think that's the stupidest <laughs> shit. Uh, but I, I think, well, I mean, everybody's yeah. copied the 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 chop, right? The Braves have it. Florida State has it. Yeah. Um, uh, the Chiefs have it, right? Yep. Like yes. any team that has anything to do with Native Americans, everybody's throwing their hands in a chop. Like it's dumb. <laughs> but point being is, I think something like New Orleans, right? I think New Orleans could use a baseball team. Plus, it's warm down there. You could play all year. Yep. You know, you, I, I think if you're gonna go with a city in the United States. It's got to be a southern city, just because you don't really need a northern. You don't I was going to say up, up north, you don't like northeast. You don't have room for anything anymore. Like no, that's, Jersey, that's Jersey that. has Philadelphia and New York. They don't need a team in New right. Jersey. Boston has Boston. Boston has Boston. Like the northeast has Boston. Like right. the the right. New England right. area New has England Boston. has Boston. Right. You have Philly Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. You have Cincinnati, two in Cleveland, Chicago. two in Chicago. Like. Up there, there's really nothing and no really big name places like yeah. even Delaware. You're not going to put a team in Delaware. No, you could. The only thing that I could see like North, I guess, um, would be uh, Charlotte. If that's considered a North, ca- a Carolina. That, a I don't Carolina know if that's team. considered North though. Well, no, it would. It'd be North of, uh, North of uh, what's it called? Of like the Mason Dixon. Yeah. Right. Could you like Maybe. think about like a Charlotte? Like a Charlotte baseball team, that Charlotte wouldn't be so bad. Team. That I, uh, you know, here, here's the thing though. Like, so you think you got the Panthers right there, you got the Hornets right, right there. there. Nobody cares about the Hornets. Well, no, well, unless you're a Lamelo Ball fan, but. right? So uh, if you break it down, right, California doesn't need a team. Nor does no. the right. West. Nor does the West Coast. California right. has how many teams? Six. Dodgers, Angels, Padres. Well, the A's move now. The A's are moving. Well, the A's are moving. So it's four. That's four. And then, are we missing West Coast? Well, I'm just talking California. California. I'm just talking about California. California has four. Oh, no, San Francisco. And San Francisco. So, California has five. The West Coast itself, if you do the coastline, has... uh, uh, Because you have Seattle. You have Seattle. Seattle, And then, there should be one more, right? Uh, Oakland. The A's. Oh, no, that's California. Seattle. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I... through Arizona in yeah, there, no, or whatever. Arizona's, it is. Still, Arizona's close enough. But my point being is, is the West Coast doesn't need it. The East Coast doesn't need it. like the North. Right. You need something you in need the South something. or Central. South, south or Central. West. Your problem though is if you go Central, right? You can't do the actual Central of like Chicago. <laughs> you can't do the Central the center of the country either because there's nothing out there. You it's all right. plains. You can't do Nebraska. You can't do maybe Montana. Oklahoma. 
you, uh, maybe you, your problem though you're going to run into if you do like this the the central is you have to still stay a little more southern because if you go too far north <laughs> i.e. I. minnesota <laughs> iowa you, you run into problems where in october when you're playing baseball it's cold it's freezing and minnesota who doesn't There's have snow. a dome you're playing now well they may not be but you're playing october baseball in 30 degree weather like it's yeah. just it's not worth anything so i think you have to go south right and like you said, Florida's a little a little backed up, and Orlando may not be the best area. So maybe you look for another Texas team. Maybe uh, you look because you have New Houston, Orleans. you have Houston, and you have the Rangers, and that's right? It. And that's in Arlington. You could put a team in Dallas. That's uh, close enough. The Arlington's close enough to Dallas, Dallas though, because that's yeah. where the Cowboys Fair. Stadium is Fair. too. You could so do like, San Antonio, like El Paso, San Antonio, but El Paso has a minor league team already. They have the El Paso. Chihuahuas. Oh, that's true. Nonetheless, but nonetheless, there could I, I be think there's places, but they predominantly need to move south. I think or Montreal. Montreal. No, I think Montreal's an easy answer. I think yeah. Montreal's Bring an easy answer. Back. Just boop. There you go. Oh. There's the expo. Look, we already got our logo and team colors. Dude, Bang. It's, <laughs> yep. it's back and it's better than ever. Like it's just that easy. Um, but it's so n- nonetheless, um, Nick, you did say you had some things you wanted to hit on while we're here tonight. Yeah. Um, for, so for everybody's, for everybody's. Uh, Enjoyment, not really. Uh, I, I just can't think of the words I want to say. Um, this week has been a crazy week for myself, so I'm kind of going off the dome here and just going for it. Blind. I don't really have anything prepared. Uh, so Nick and Jeff may have to take the reins a little bit with my commentary in the background tonight just because t- this week has been wild for me, so I did not get a chance to prepare as well as I wanted to. Well, do you want me to start? Because I got two pitchers who I was absolutely surprised about coming in. Interesting. Yep, so okay. You can absolutely take the lead. So surprises of the first month? Yeah, so I got two I got two pitchers that I'm absolutely surprised about. <clears throat> first one, Zach Gallen. Cy Young. If I could bet anything, it is Cy Young for Zach Allen in the NL. That dude out of South Carolina, he's been like one of those pitchers that's been like, wait for this dude to break out, and he's finally doing it. Yeah. Another longest scoreless inning that he had going in for the inning streak, um, which was 44 and a third. Jesus. So this guy guy is definitely going to be a Cy Young award vote for sure. Um, so I, I definitely big guy, big big surprise there. The other one who I was incredibly incredibly surprised about, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that's like for the Dodgers to his career right now. He's performing at such a high level right now. It's incredible to see him play and perform so well for the Dodgers. I I love watching pitchers, older pitchers specifically, when their game starts to change. Right, yeah. like as you get older as a pitcher, you you start to realize like. Your fastball is not going to blow people. Well, away he's anymore. a left-hander. No, 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 no. I, yeah, yeah. Which is even even crazier. Crazier. Like his his game. I, I think Clayton Kershaw's game has always been very easy to make last. Right. Like right. He was a precision precision pitcher who could spot the baseball and could throw any pitch from the same arm angle and right. make you look silly. And for a little bit, just a little hair there. It was a little hairy, and he wasn't pitching great, and something was going on. But dudes fixed his mechanics, I guess, got himself right in the head, and and has been absolutely dominant this season, which has been so yeah, much fun to watch. It's been awesome. But to my original point there, I love when pitchers get older. I love when their game starts to change, right? You have pitchers that come in throwing 100 miles an hour, and then as they get older, they're like, okay, I have to change my style, right? Justin Verlander's one like that. 
pitching into his how old is Verlander now? He's got to be 41, right? 41 or Scherzer, 42 maybe. Scherzer's, Scherzer's, Scherzer's like 39, way, right? 39 like these these old heads that come in. Uh, even even I know he's uh, their their rotation is awful this year, but Wainwright, right? He's been able to to make it work for so long cuz you you get to a point where you start changing your game a little bit and you start right. you start outthinking the hitters and and really playing that mental game and and um uh, what's his name for the Phillies did it forever too. Um he pitched until he was like 50. Uh, uh, um, oh my God! Why am I drawing such a blank? Um, I was gonna say you're speaking to the wrong guy asking about the Phillies. Golly, what? what? Uh, um, oh my God! It's gonna bother me. I'm just gonna look <laughs> it up. My point being is, is um, you know, the way pitchers are able to change their game as they get older and be able to stay in this league and stay relevant is phenomenal. Kershaw, obviously, being one of them. Not that he right. really wasn't ever relevant, but um, anyway, what else you got, Jeff? What else you got for uh, surprises of the month? The first month of baseball um, year. That's that's about it for as far as my pitchers that were really a big surprise. Obviously, we saw within the last two three days uh, as a Phillies fan, big surprise to see that uh, Bryce Harper, after injury, yeah. is slowly taking his way back to being full time on the field. Um, we're seeing him in the DH position, which we're oh so thankful to have um, right now. So he's working through that. He's trying to figure out, you know, his his whole method of being able to you know handle things uh, obviously when he gets on base handling um you know making sure he stays healthy and he doesn't put himself in harm's way uh while still playing so he's still continuing his recovery process uh i don't know exact timeline they're saying yet for as far as his uh return to full play um as far as coming out of that dh position but I know that right now he's uh, he's enjoying every opportunity. He has Jamie Moyer was the name I was looking for. Oh, that rings a bell. 100%. But Jamie Moyer, when he pitched until he was forty nine, left handed. Last game was for the Rockies at forty nine years old. Oh, okay, but you know what I mean. Like as you get older, your game starts to change, and you can keep going. But to yeah. your point, Jeff, Bryce Harper coming back this early was a big surprise. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody was expecting this. What was it like 160 days after 160 surgery or something? 160 days like from Tommy John surgery, and he's back yeah. hitting balls. That's absolutely. Has he homered yet? No, 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 no. I know his first game back, he went 0 for 4 with yeah, I think two strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's still working his way back. I was gonna say he's not he's not warmed up. Yeah, no spring yeah. training. Exactly. He, he he's just back in the lineup, so he's still got to get things together. But uh, well, yeah, what a surprise that's been. And. Yeah. He's dude. He's an absolute animal. Well, I think it's a shout out to not only him and his athletic ability to recover, but I also think it's a, a big shout out to the fact that the surgery for Tommy John, like moving forward, as far as like the technology being utilized and the recovery time being a lot quicker. One hundred percent. I think that has really improved uh, people who are taking that surgery on the off season, being able to get back to play the game. You know, in April and May, and going into June, and being able to have them back pretty early on into the season here. I also think it, it's a statement about himself, right? Like yeah. The ability for him to come back at 160 days and say, screw it, I'm in. Like, the team was struggling and, and yep. kind of spluttering there really, for really a second. They were really out there looking, figuring out what yeah. they're supposed to be doing. And Hoskins goes down, obviously. Right. So to have that bat back in the lineup, even if it doesn't produce too much at, the, at this moment, yeah. like having him in the lineup, you know, it forces – pitchers to pitch to other guys because right. you still don't want to pitch to him right now and it shows to his competitive nature where he's like screw it i'm going back in like my yeah. guys need me so that was a hell of a surprise that's yeah that's a good one what do you got nick what are your surprises for yeah, the month we got? all right here we go lock and load baby 
All right, so I got a couple things. So I want to I want to hit on both surprises, both on as like a whole team side and letdowns as a whole team side, but then also highlight like a couple players individually. Okay. Um, so in terms of biggest surprises, obviously the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. Yeah. Cannot, cannot. Wasn't a surprise to me though. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> but you obviously cannot not talk about the Pirates right now. Right. No. They're, they're good. And yes. I don't know why. Like it's, I don't know overall if it's just the chemistry that the team has. I don't know if yeah. Andrew McCutcheon coming back to the Pirates has brought a mojo into the clubhouse. It's just completely turned them around. But the Pirates look really good. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, and you know when when and we had talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? When Cruz went down, you and I were like, Brandon Nimmo, home run in Colorado, <laughs> baby. Yeah, nice. It's that altitude putting they're, in work. Oh no, never mind. They're, they're home. home. All right. Yeah. I thought they were still out west. No, they're in City Field. That's a good start for the Mets, who yeah. absolutely need a win tonight after getting swept. Well, by yeah, because they were in Detroit, so I wasn't sure if they were still on a road trip or not. But what a wa- what a waste that trip was. Yeah. Um, but to to you, Nick, about Pittsburgh, yeah, I even you and I had talked about it when when Cruz went down. We're like, oh my god, this is it. Like their hot starts kind of coming down now because you know the baseball gods can never let Pittsburgh win. But oh, yeah. but apparently the baseball gods are shining down upon them for a little longer, and it's it's awesome to see. I yeah. I love that city. I love that town. I, I love that stadium. Like that team is electric. And when when Pittsburgh is good and Pittsburgh baseball is good, I mean, baseball is good, right? Like you and we had talked about it, Jeff. And you, you've been to Pittsburgh for uh, Steelers games before, right? You've been to oh, Brian's I have Field, I have Acresher, I, or what have you? I've been to yeah, I've been to Acresher once before. Okay, but point being is is. You know that city, that that vibe. Like when they're oh, yeah. when their teams are good, like that city is out supporting oh, yeah. and having they're a great time. And and you know, watching the old days with Marte and McCutcheon and 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 uh, you know having Pittsburgh be good, like those were electric back in what yeah. 2012, yeah. 2013. When Pittsburgh is good at sports, like there's just there's an energy. Yeah, yeah. And it gives you something to talk about too. Like I, nothing for nothing. Uh, but you know, I hate talking about the Yankees. I hate talking about. The Mets, like I hate like talking I consistently, about the same teams. Yeah. It's where, nice to see change. Yes, right. like you know when St. Louis, obviously not this year, but like when St. Louis is in the mix, right? Obviously in baseball they've always been better, a little better, but you know when St. Louis is in the mix, you get something to talk about. You get a small market team to talk about where you're like, hey, Tampa, even right? Like these teams, like you're like, hey, I want to talk about these guys. These guys are awesome and they're playing out of their minds. So. Yes, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm so excited. Nick, I'll, I'll double down. If the Pirates win, I'll get a Jolly Roger on my ass with you. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Um, and then my other surprise team, uh, Baltimore Orioles. Second place in the AL East. Right behind – well, not right behind the Rays because they're just doing yeah. something stupid right now. But the they're Orioles the Orioles look good. I mean, Anthony Santander just hit a home run for them. Like, right now, the Orioles are good. Adley Rutschman is – that a dude, dog. he's got that dog in him. Like <laughs> man, is, man is ready to go. Yeah, dude, he's that's probably one of the best prospects I've ever seen make that transition immediately right from minors right to from MLB. The jump. Yep, like he just he was locked in right to rock from the start. Um, I have a lot of letdowns. Well, there's always Uh-oh. a lot of. It is April. Well, or I it, say it is May. I say a lot of letdowns. Like I listed like a million teams. I listed I think three teams on here, maybe four. Um, one obviously the Mets through the month Very of April. Much a letdown. Yes, I mean they're 
coming into the year, I think they were ranked like third in the power rankings or something I like that. I think they dropped all the way to like 10, yeah, if not something like that. Some. But the Mets are playing 500 ball um, through the month of April. Lindor absolutely looks lost at the plate. When you And it's funny because you look at his OPS, and his OPS is sitting at like 760, league average, but his average is like Awful. 217. Yes. Dude is can't even hit his contract. So, well, that's 341, so or 340. So. Nobody's ever hitting that contract. Uh, wait till I get to my surprises. <laughs> um, but obviously the Mets right now, uh, Marte le- seems to be losing some sort of step at the plate. Um, this year so far, he's slugging just under 300 for his career. He's only ever dipped under 400 once in slugging percentage. Right. So something, I don't know if he's losing power and he's getting older or whatever's happening with Marte, but he's supposed to be one of our big like hitter guys, and he's not really doing much. Um, uh, the Yankees, last in the AL East right now. What a surprise yeah. that whole division is. Yeah, that, but that's the thing is the Yankees are in last, but they're still over 500. By what, a game? Two? Like two games, but that's probably the tightest and toughest, most competitive division in baseball. Yes. I mean, because nobody thought the Red Sox were going to be good this year. The Red no, Sox they are start, decent. They didn't they start st- out as well as no, I expected them to. But and now they've been catching back up, yes. and they're in like third place right now. Yes, they're um, playing much so better ball. So the AL East is just a tough division, I think. Um, yeah, but it really depends on what teams fall off, though, because April, April always brings – the teams that are starting out, like look at the Rays, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I mean, they're but there's no way they team. can keep it up. Correct. Like this. Baseball is a, is a sport of ebb and flows, right? Like you're going to go on a ten game barn burner streak where you're yeah. hitting home runs out the wazoo and scoring twenty points a game or twenty runs a game, what have you, and then you're going to have six, seven games in a row where you can't hit a lick. You, exactly. So. Baseball is a game of ebb and flows, and the first month is always very much like, holy crap, look at this team. Look what they're doing. And then in July, you're like, holy crap, look at that same team. Now look yeah. what they're doing, and it's the complete opposite. So to your point, though, the AL East is tight, very tight, and that whole division is a surprise because nobody expected Tampa to go on a run like that. Nobody expected the Orioles' rookies and team to to come around as quickly as they did, and nobody expected the Yankees to be at the bottom of the barrel while having right. the AL Cy Young on their five-man rotation, by the way. Yeah. Garrett Cole looks awesome. Yeah, That's Garrett Cole. Garrett, Garrett Cole looks like he might win Cy Young. Oh, he AL. looks like it's Garrett gonna be, Cole it's again, gonna be, It's going to be him and Otani, I think, for the AL Cy Young. Probably. but um, Or or if the Grom pulls it out of his ass and ends up being really good for the Rangers. Mm. And the Rangers are good right now. They're in first the, place the Rangers, in, the, in the AL West. The Rangers are good, too. But the problem with DeGrom and being Mets fans, we know this. Is he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. So he that's gives you thing. one start every the Three best, weeks. the best ability is availability. Correct, <laughs> but well, um, didn't Degrom get injured again? Uh, I think it was I think elbow he, tightness. Yeah, elbow For, or forearm tightness. Forearm, forearm tightness. tightness. That's yeah, what it was. That was it. But, yeah, um, Degrom. Degrom is a walking like injury and needs yeah. to be in a bubble. Uh, uh, dude, don't get me wrong. <laughs> dude needs to just have bubble wrap dude, on. Dude, he's got he's he's a phenomenal talent. He really is. But dude can't stay healthy. And that's going to be the crux of his career. It's just the fact that he what he could have been if he right. could have pitched right. Like, sometimes just, like you said, availability is the best ability, right? Sometimes just being able to be on the field is better than going out and having a couple of bad starts or what have you. Like, he's got to stay on the field, and he just – he can't ever. So, good good luck on that signing, Texas, because you're going to need it. We Mets fans know a little too much about that. Oh, yeah. And then um, the other one as well – uh, one of my other disappointment teams 
the Houston Astros. Well, they started out they, awful. Yes, and yeah. they're still not doing great. And still below. one of the one of the reasons for that is because the Houston Astros, a couple of their big name guys who were supposed to be like I don't they're supposed to be those dudes on the team. And I'm talking Jeremy Pena, World Series MVP from right. last year, Jose Abreu, Alex Bregman. All of these guys are batting under 250. Like they're just not doing the only the three best people on that team right now in terms of, you know, you can look at average, you can look at OPS, but if you look at average, your top three is Kyle Tucker, not surprised. Jordan Alvarez, not, not surprised. surprised. Mauricio Dubon is Whoa. your team leader in average right now. So I don't know what's going on with Houston. Houston's pitching still looks fine. I mean, Hunter Brown is a legit AL Cy Young candidate yep. as well. Yes. That that kid looks – and I think possible rookie of the year too. He's a rookie, isn't he? Hunter Brown. I'm pretty sure he's a rookie for the Astros. I could be wrong. I'm 95% he may be. Sure. I always get confused on the rookie rule because every other sport, it's it's like the first year the in the first league. first year, but you, rookie, in the MLB, baseball, it's, it's like if you, you don't need, play a certain amount of games. You need to have 162 games of service. <sighs> yeah. So, so stupid. Yeah. But uh, – or something like that. It's like over 100 or – Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's over 100 and, right. 120. Um, but, yeah, it's he looks really good. Their pitching has never been an issue. Houston just is a pitching powerhouse. They always – produce good pitchers um, but then my last disappointing team that I have obviously the Cardinals they're 10 and 22 through the month of April 313 winning percentage they're just bad and I was mentioning this earlier I said one of the first recordings that we did that we didn't upload um, we gave our predictions and I predicted that the Cardinals were not going to be good just because of their pitching right they don't I mean their their pitching staff is old as dirt they don't have that true like number one guy over there um and it's reflecting in their record. They're ten and twenty-two. Their team, as like a whole for pitching side of things, they're bottom three in the league in WHIP, and they're bottom four in the league in opponents' average against them. So it's their pitching right now. They're still like in the middle of the pack for hits, runs scored, stuff like that. It's just their pitching is giving up a lot of runs right now. So that's um. You did That's you did mention issue. that St. Louis was not going to have a fun year, and you have no. obviously been proven and it right so far. sucks because their lineup is so good. Yeah, their lineup is like good. they're they're hitting. They should be they should be so good, but their pitching is what's letting them yep. down. Yeah, you would think you would think a team with Contreras, Goldschmidt. Arenado, uh, Tyler uh, yeah, O'Neill, yeah. Paul DeYoung, yeah, like, and that's just to name a few, right? Like, like that's, that's not even five the, players. Right, on that's the not team. even the full nine. That they that they field, but you would think that they would oh. be better. But their pitching, like you said, their pitching has been absolutely horrendous. Bryce Harper just got on base. Okay, in the most so stupid wait, way I just possible. yeah, I just want to. This is definitely an error if I've ever seen one. Um, <laughs> we have a nice little hit. Oh, and then Castellanos. Oh. That's nice, on the line. Yeah, nice that was the line. as close to a foul ball as you Bryce can get. Bryce Harper's hauling Bryce around Bryce hauling to come in, and nice. he's safe. Dude, look at that cast he's run away. Yeah, that's a crazy yeah. brace on his arm. Crazy, oh, my crazy God. Brace. Dude, what so. a, dude, what a teammate. He really is. Uh, listen, I don't like the Phillies for much because, obviously, being a Mets fan, but JT I can Ramuto, respect. JT best catcher in the MLB. I can respect the hell oh! out of Bryce Harper. Oh, JT. Oh, just at the back of the wall there. Well. And this is all just like replays yeah, th too. This is no, no, no. live. This is this is this is um this is the update, but this all back to back. 
Oh, this is all back to back. Yeah, the, those were all the lineup. That was JT yeah, was the next guy up on the lineup, so he oh, came well. up and he hit. This is the live look in. So yeah. I don't know how often you guys watch the MLB Networks, uh, uh, the live look ins and such. Actually, I think this is uh, tonight on uh, what is this? Um, MLB Tonight. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me. this is MLB. So tonight. what what they'll do is is when they go like when they get an update from a game, they'll just run all the highlights back to back, and then usually they'll give you a live look in of that game if something's happening. Right. Right. Sometimes like they just did. They switched to and the Kansas City Royals yeah, still switched, suck at baseball. They switched to Kansas City <laughs> and Oakland, the probably the worst hey, attendance. Yes, of the, the worst wait, game wait. you could put on so, TV. So, so actually, wait a minute. Speaking of the of the A's again, right? Wait before you get That's to your honest. A's point, uh, though. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to make a point on your Astros take. Um, the Astros started awfully, but I know a lot of that was injury based. If I'm not mistaken. Altuve still hurt. Too. Yeah, the first like week, it seemed like everybody on the Astros was out for something. Um, but I know I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to mention this again. Two weeks ago, the week before, what have you? Evan Gaddis was on Twitter, lighten oh, up, yeah. dude, yep. lighten up the Astros because people were like, Evan, Evan, we got to know, did you cheat? He was like, Yeah, 100. Yeah. <laughs> percent And they were like, they were like, Oh my God, no way! And he's like, he's like, Oh, I knew what Sabathi was throwing. That's why I hit it a mile. Like he was just on Twitter, cared. Yeah. Nothing no, didn't give about the team. About yeah. it. he just straight up was like, "Oh, we done cheated the whole way through." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn!" As like, if you didn't need any more confirmation. Right? No, I mean, <laughs> right. it's not like we didn't know, but like, just the man just had no shame about oh, it. No. He was like, "Here it is, plop." He's like, "I'm out of the league. I don't <laughs> care." <laughs> but anyway, to your A's, go ahead. So I was just gonna point out uh, another another player that I actually forgot to mention for his first surprise to do well, Rooker. No, <laughs> the face you, on Nick Nick's like, who? Wait a goddamn minute! Oh Listen, who the fuck is that this, guy? So this was somebody that the A's picked up. Listen, um, we don't watch has the A's. Actually, much. been very the A's or the fans don't watch the, the A's. Much. Much. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> that's right. fucked. Well, that Billy kinda... Bean, what are we doing? <laughs> Yikes! Um, no. So this has been a player that they had to come and manage the Mets, motherfucker, <laughs> instead of Billy fucking Epler. But he's uh he's been coming out pretty strong. Um, another guy has been also Bryce Miller, who's also been doing pretty awesome. Um, Brent Su- Rooker, I just I'm I just uh, I pulled up the stats yeah. here. Brent Rooker, uh, drafted in 2017 to the Minnesota Twins. But this the, year he's batting three sixteen with twenty two ribbies, yeah. nine homers, a four thirty four uh, on base, yeah. and a one point one one eight OPS. God, what's his slugging? Like seven hundred? I don't know. It, do- it doesn't come up here on God, MLB. His slugging's got to be six, seven hundred. Yeah, he's, he's pretty high, dude. Coming out um, of no. Listen, the- I'll tell you. I was watching an interesting documentary on uh, Moneyball, not the movie, but I was watching like the actual just what happened. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, science yeah. behind. And they were talking about how I think it was Billy Bean that came out afterwards and said it. It may have been somebody else, but they came out and said like when the small market teams give their strategy to the big market teams, the small market teams get screwed. And one Absolutely. of the big things that happened to Oakland was the fact that they were running the small market ploy of, right. hey, get all these prospects, hope everybody pans out. Even if two out of the five pan out, you've got a good team. You could field the team. You may not win, but you can be winning. And then when the book came out and he kind of spilled his secrets to the whole right. league, Boston finally I was going to say Boston tried to hire Fire Billy Bean. Uh, yes, yeah. and, and then, then Boston hired, if I'm not mistaken, one of his understudies. Right. And then they went and rent, and then – 
boom, there we go. Boston wins a World Series yep. because now they have the money to pay those guys yep, but right. and then so still can... get other players on right. top of it, right? And to your point, Jeff, about Rooker, the A's still find diamonds, right? Like, yeah. I mean, not that not that he's I mean, but well, look, diamond. Been, like, but you look at you he's look been at panning out really you look at Matt them. Olson, right? Yes, who's right. a top Another first top baseman player. in in the league. You look at even Sean Manaya, Frankie Montas, Matt Chapman yep. when he was good, because right now he's not good. But like they these were at one point the A's had corner infielders that people were saying like these are two of the best corner infielders in baseball and nobody talks about them because they're on the A's. Like Matt Chapman at one point was considered the best defensive third baseman in baseball and Matt Olson was once considered the most underrated player in baseball yes. both defensively and offensively. And if I'm not mistaken, Matt Olson got traded because he called out Billy Bean right. on some of the bullshit that uh, he was doing. I believe it was Matt Olson. Don't quote me. But there was um, there was one who got traded from the A's and in comments after traded they were like, oh, you got traded and you didn't know it was happening. And he was like, well, you don't screw with Billy. And it was because he came out in comments. It was like, oh, fuck this guy. The way he runs his team wow. is awful. And then two days later, gets traded. gone. That's See nuts. you later. Well, but um, to just wrap up, I have just two, only two players right now um, that are one surprise, one letdown. Uh, I'll do the letdown first. So last year's NL Cy Young winner, Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. Horrible. Not so having far a good year. start. Dude's got like a five plus ERA, is walking batters. Josh Donaldson, I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know why I was, I, I was okay. thinking Matt Olson. I'm like, Matt Olson. And as I was That's saying, I'm like, I sound like Josh an Donaldson. Idiot. That makes Josh sense. Josh Donaldson. Yep. Because I was like, Matt Olson, Matt Olson does not seem like gonna, the kind He of doesn't seem the guy who's yeah, act out, Josh speak Donaldson. out on that. But Josh Donaldson, he's a loudmouth. I don't know why. I don't know why I mixed it two up, but Josh Donaldson was the one who got traded to. Gotcha. Uh, what was it? Toronto. Toronto, yep. He, he, yep, yep, he yep. spoke out against Billy, and they were like, see ya. See ya, dude. But anyway, who was your. But Sandy Alcantara just is not looking good. Um, but for my surprise, he's a young guy, and he unfortunately is playing on a not so great team. Well, that's any, okay. Any any in guesses this, in this league? You can always that's, find that could a, be a lot spot. of people there, bud. A, a good player Wait, on a bad team. Um, AL or NL? NL. NL. A good player on a bad team. Well, I well, or okay. I would say. He, so this, I think, is his first year on this team. Okay. He, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he was a Minnesota twin. Was he brought into this new team as a benefiting factor? Yeah, I think I think it was a benefiting factor. Anyway, uh, the guy I am referencing <laughs> is Luis Arias oh. of the Miami oh. Marlins. Okay. okay. This dude, through 28 games, they played like 32 or 30, 32. so he's missed four games. Yeah. Through 28 games with 112 plate appearances. Right. 42 hits, six doubles, a triple, a home run, 12 ribbies, a stolen base, 11 walks, with a batting average of 424, Jesus. with a 482 Jesus. on base and a 535 slugging with a 1,017 OPS. This dude 
is ridiculous right now. He's on my fantasy team. He wins single-handedly. He's the reason why I'm 3-0 and in fantasy. How long Whoa. do you think he keeps this up, though? No idea. <laughs> Wait <But> a minute. <laughs> that's the thing is he is just – he's on a tear right now at the plate. Dude, lightning in a bottle. Like, he, pro- he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't strike out. He just makes contact or gets on base. And that's why I hate playing the Marlins right now because he's the only person on that team who does damage to us. For what it's worked, though, career, I think he bats 320. 325, right. something along those I lines. I can tell you. I'm looking at so it. So it's it's not like this is completely out of the ordinary. Three, 321 is 321. his career, career batting average. So yep. he's he's always batted fairly hot. Like, it, it, dude's got a good eye and hits well. Like, it, it just sucks that he plays on a sucky team. Yeah, like, his on-base has never been over 400 until this year. And his slugging's been right around the 400 mark. And this year's slugging 535 to 28. Oh, my God. Like, that's that's one. Oh, there's the Cardinals losing again. Like, I knew he was a utility guy. And is this Hunter Green pitching? Uh, Yeah. I believe so. I'll tell you what. One stat about Hunter Green. See you later. It's like since, since like, 2019, they showed the stat a couple weeks ago. It was like since 2019, mm-hmm. listed the pitchers with the most like 100 mile an hour pitches thrown. Yeah, it goes uh, Hunter Green leads it, and he was a rookie like two years ago. He leads it next, he leads it like 300 plus pitches, 100 plus mile an hour thrown Jesus. since 2019. He's that, only been in the league two years. That kid's gonna need next closest, next closest, Jacob DeGrom, like with a hundred. Well, if yeah. J- if DeGrom played a whole season... Well, yeah, he'd probably <laughs> yeah, be up there. But, but at the same yeah. time, you look at... He's at like 320 or something like that. That's versus absurd. like next close is like 140. Like, it's absolutely When do you absurd. think he's getting Tommy John? <laughs> probably the next couple years. You know, for what it's worth, I will say, Cincinnati's a team that needs baseball to be better. I love Cincinnati as like a, a sports city, you know, and people are now starting to notice it. Like, obviously, the Bengals are starting to be good again, right. which is nice. And, like, people are starting to see that, like, Cincinnati is a good sports town. Like, I, I, I don't think our generation, obviously we're all in our mid-20s, I don't think our generation knows a good how Cincinnati good team. Cincinnati was back in the 80s and what have you. Like, when they had Pete Rose and those yep. teams, like, oh, Cincinnati, Pete or Rose. maybe that, was that in the 70s even? But yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, I, I think Pete Rose 70s and 80s. Nonetheless, like Cincinnati is a good sports town, and they love their sports, and I think the Reds get nothing because their ownership they suck. suck. And yeah, because their ownership sucks. And it sucks because people are starting to see, like, again, the Bengals Joey, are good Joey now. Joey Votto is the only bright spot on that team, yeah. and he's, like, at, old. Dude, look, 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 at what, uh, look at what the Bengals are bringing in now. Like, it, th- Dude, they call it the jungle now. Like, people are excited oh, yeah, to be at Bengals crazy. games, and people talk about, like, it's intense. Like, it's it's intense, and it's crazy be because they turn they turn Cincinnati around like it yep. was Joe Burrow. And yeah, but and and football is different than baseball. Obviously, one guy's not going to make that right. difference. But if the Reds would be good, dude, I can't imagine what that city and that stadium would be if that team would just get better. Yeah, because they only have baseball and football. They don't have they don't have a hockey, hockey team or basketball, or basketball team now. Yeah. Which listen. You guys want to buy a hockey team? We could put it in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, who wants to move to Ohio? <laughs> Just get a team full of Ohio fucks. Oh, boy, that'd be that'd <laughs> yeah. be interesting. Oh, Just a bunch crazy. of Ohio farmers skating around. Oh god, around. yep. Just a bunch of rednecks and overall dude, skating no, on the ice. No scoring, just hitting. <laughs> just, four, just, just fighting the whole time. Oh fighting god. and four checking. That's our team. Cross checking the whole time. Oh god. Hey, Pete, why are you not swinging at that? See, see, since we got the Mets on for a minute here, I want to ask you guys your opinion. 
because the Mets just had a pretty big retirement that just happened this week. Oh, Matt oh, Harvey. My, my oh, yeah, friend. Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight, retires has officially after, retired. What was it? Well, how many seasons he played? Uh, In the majors, I think he played like eight or nine seasons he was a first round, years. He was a first-round draft pick to the Mets in 2010. Yeah, yeah and he, then he came up, and he was like the big rookie for us, what, like right. 20. Yeah, and then he 13? got caught up with drugs and alcohol well, and then moved himself back down to the minors. Yep. And yep. then that whole thing happened with uh, Tyler Skaggs or whatever yeah. with the Angels yes, when, like, yes. they, like, he got the pill – through a guy who got it from Matt Harvey or something yes. like that. Like, that was crazy. But, I mean, Matt Harvey, man, he just had so many special moments for the Mets. Like So much obviously. potential, too. Oh, speaking of the Mets, you know who's uh, you know who's throwing out the per- first pitch on Sunday? Oh, boy. On the anniversary of his very elusive first and only home run in his career? Big sexy baby. No! Bartolo Colon. <laughs> On the oh anniversary of his home run, Bro, May seventh, he is throwing out the first, first pitch. Home run, I'm like, oh, oh Bartolo. <laughs> but yep, he's throwing out the first pitch on Sunday. Dude. I believe against it's against the Rockies at home again. Bartolo and was an A, wasn't he? Bartolo wasn't Cologne an A for a hot minute. If he wasn't first, I don't know if he was an A. That's a good question. I think that's where the Mets got him from, isn't it? Uh, was that part of the Cespedes deal? Uh, was it? Bartolo Colon nicknamed Big Sexy. Now I gotta look this up. Uh, uh, no, he was drafted to the Cleveland Indians. I knew yeah. he played on the Indians. Oh, why did I think he was an A then? Yeah, oh, no, he was. Hot. He was. The he Mets w- did get him. I was from gonna the say A's. he's played for a yeah. million the teams. Mets, though. The Mets got him the year after he played for the A's. So he played he for the A's. Probably free for agency. 12, 2012 to 2013. And then met, went to the Mets. Was it? Do you know if it was a trade or if it was free agency? Uh, let's see. I mean, I figure it was probably free agency just because at that point he was older, so I doubt anybody was giving him more than like a one-year or two-year deal. Yeah. Uh, no. That's awesome. Was he – I thought he was maybe a – Um, I thought he was – was he not part of a trade? I don't – Was he point? not a secondary for a part of a trade? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Nick's, Nick's over here, like, pointing at his... I'm at pointing his, at my calf because my calf muscle is, like, spasming. It's, like, spazzing, and Nick's like, look, look. And I'm like, what, uh, what are you If I at? didn't just sit up and move, that was going to turn into a uh, Charlie horse yeah, in about bet. 10 seconds. Dude, uh, uh, you would have seen my legs stick straight up in the air. Side note, you ever you ever gotten woken up by a Charlie Oh, yeah, horse? in the middle of the night, Dude. and you, it's just legs <laughs> straight up. <laughs> it's just your dead sleep. Dead sleep, and then all of a sudden, 90-degree <laughs> angle with the leg. <laughs> I, w- I will say, so, uh, at Jiu-Jitsu, right? My coach is very much old school, right? He's very old school in the sense of like, oh, you got an injury? Whap! And he just slaps it, and he's like, you're fine. Get back in there, right? Like, he's very old school, like, football coach-esque where it's like, rub some dirt in it, you'll be fine. Yeah. So we had one kid, right? We're Kids sitting there, and they're like drilling a move, and they're going over something. All of a sudden, he lays down on the ground, stomach, chest to the mat, lays down. And he, and he has his feet up in the air, and I see his calf muscle. I mean, like, spazzing. Like, it's obvious. My coach comes over, grabs his ankle, and just stretches him out completely. And he says, you got to stretch it, stupid. And he just, like, rips his leg oh, to a boy. straight, like, 90 degrees. And the kid's like, ah, ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was just like, "What just?" It's like ripping. It's like ripping a bandaid off. Yes, it's like, yes. it's like it hurts for a second, but yes. then it feels better. Yeah, yeah, like popping your shoulder back into place. It's like, ah, uh, oh, yeah, like oh, dislocated shoulder. Yeah, this is gonna hurt for about five seconds. Yeah, pop. So nonetheless, um, uh, I'm so excited to see Big Sexy 
throw out that first pitch. I'm also very excited. Side note: I'm also very excited that New York has another big sexy who was also signed. Uh, yesterday as Dexter Lawrence. Oh, yeah, Dexter Giants. Lawrence of the got Giants. Goddamn. Got a bag. Day. Got that bag. But the best response, see, I, I actually, being a Giants fan, not a huge Eagles fan, obviously, but I do respect the hell out of Jalen Hurts. I think the kid, it kid, we're the same age, but I do think Jalen Hurts. <laughs> makes, it, makes you think, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, actually, All I think right. he's a year younger, but that's not the point. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is a phenomenal talent, phenomenal athlete. I think yep. he's got a great head on his shoulders, and after he got paid, said, very similar to the same thing, right? He came out in his press conference. People were like, oh, what's it like getting the money? And he goes, money doesn't matter. Championships are better, right? right. And I was like, holy mentality. shit. I love that. Like, that mentality. Good, also, awesome. good for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, I did. Right. The, Props the, to Lamar. He finally got it done by himself. No agent. And they went out and got him fucking weapons finally. Yes. OBJ, as long as he can stay healthy, there's no drama. But then they also <laughs> drafted that kid. Come on. They also drafted we that kid. Flowers, right? All right, oh, wait a minute. Awesome. Dude, Flowers is a OBJ stud. healthy? That's a joke. Yeah, That's okay. an well, absolute he, he joke. He stayed healthy all year with the Rams until the, until the Super Bowl. Until the Super Bowl, and he tore his ACL on the turf. Uh, the other one, right? Not the same uh, one? Yeah, I think it was his other ACL. Nonetheless, uh, Dexter Lawrence, after getting signed, press conference, they ask him, what's it like having all this money now? And he care. goes, doesn't I, matter. I goal is the Hall of Fame. No, he said goal is a Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was like, thank you. Thank God we signed that guy. Big aspirations yeah, there, yeah, big dude. dog. You like yeah. to see that, though. Yeah, dude, exactly. So I, I very much respect guys like that right now. Obviously, you have to see if it plays out because once you get that payday, do you start taking some time right. off? Do you you know start relaxing on plays? Happens all the time. People will say the right things and then do something totally It's like stupid. senioritis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. But two big sexies were in New York. The second one just got paid. The first one's coming back to throw a pitch yep. after hitting a – Absolute bomb, by Piss the way. Piss missile of a home run in <laughs> yeah. San Diego yeah. seven years. Or how many years ago was that now? Uh, it was probably 2016 was the last year he played for them. So 2016, oh, I probably, think. Probably, yeah, I think it was the last year of his career seven, that yeah. he hit that home run. So, yeah, seven years ago now? Yeah, seven yeah. years ago. He played a couple more years throughout uh, for a couple other teams. Went to the Braves the year yeah. after. And then he right. like, and then he he's still playing, like, in an international league, too. Like, in, like, a – I don't know if it's, like, a Cuban league or – Whatever, but he's playing like a, a international the, baseball oh, too. What the heck is going on Fair, here? Fair, but um, to your point, Jeff, about OBJ, he, now he wasn't ready. Eight seconds, bang. Yep. Damn, that sucks. Yep. I thought and for a minute th they were gonna see. Oh, oh, Devers was pissed there. Yeah, he's um, not another, ready. another thing too that I noticed people are. Saying it's like through the first month of the month of the season last year, I think it was something like eight hundred and forty-four home runs were hit through the. Yeah. First home runs are getting hit a it, lot different this season. Eight hundred and forty-four. I have no idea. Or I saw You're some throwing but numbers at me that I don't hold know. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. But either way, I saw something that said like people are thinking that the juice balls are are back. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not exactly sure that it's know. juice balls. I think it's the pitch clock. I think because pitchers now have to worry about that pitch clock, I'm seeing a lot more pitchers miss locations, throw bad pitches. They are just okay. No, that's their mechanics. Thought. I think, like we talked about in another recorded thing that we did, but we didn't post, was that we think the pitchers that's something they're going to have to adjust to is the fact that they have to worry about their mechanics. Um, they have to, you know, figure out their mechanics and how they're going to work all that with the timer into it and how that's right. going to affect yes. them. And I think. There's still a lot of pitchers that that's affecting. And actually, there was something I was reading yesterday. Somebody brought up an interesting point with um, 
I can't remember who the pitcher was, but they were they were running some statistics on a couple of the bigger guys, like the the CC Sabathia, old CC Sabathia types, right? Where you have right. the, the big pitchers with the big bodies, and they're throwing downhill, but they weigh like three hundred pounds. And they were running numbers on how a lot of the big guys are starting to get affected because their ERA is climbing and their WHIP is climbing. And a lot of the a lot of the argument is because with the pitch clock, the bigger guys don't have a second to catch their breath, and they're right. being forced to pitch faster, right? So it throws their timing off, but it also throws their uh, um, it also throws their rhythm off. And especially as right. a big guy, right? Like when you're not used to moving that consistently, that constantly, that can affect the hell out of you, right? right. It's like you know, going up one flight of stairs versus like 30 flight of stairs. Uh, that analogy was awful, but my point being yeah. is like, you know, when you're when you're so used to doing it at a certain pace, and then all of a sudden flips on you, now you got to speed it all up for six innings, five innings, whatever. It changes a lot. So to your point, Nick, I don't know if it's juice balls versus the pitch clock, but you're right. There have been a lot more missed mislocations, a lot more bad pitches, if you will. You know, things that have been thrown. Oddly, irregularly, however you want to phrase it, like, yeah, I, it, it, I don't know. I, it could be a little bit of both, honestly. I think baseball understands that like their sports kind of dying, so I think maybe the juiced balls have come in because of the fact that baseball realizes they need something. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I'm excited to see. I'm what still looking it up. I'm trying to. Uh, ah, here it is. Um. 2022 MLB home runs, 821 in the first 450 games of the season. So that's combined for oh, so all this of the last know, How many games was it? 450. Okay. So 821 home runs through the first 450 games combined through all teams in MLB okay. last year. I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. In 2023, all right, you ready? through Hold 447 it. games, so three games less. Uh, three games less? All right, here's my guess. So it was eight twenty one. Okay, I'm gonna say twelve fifty. Not quite that high. Ah, thousand twelve. So it's gone up about two hundred home runs in, in three, three less, less games. games this year from last year. Wow. So there's something going on. Whether it is juice balls. Now the the Mexico game that happened, there were like a million fucking home runs yeah. in that game. Uh, so I'm thinking they brought the juice balls to Mexico. They did. Uh, they definitely did. I, what, was the, it, what was the final of that? Thirteen eleven. Oh, something like sixteen twelve. Whatever. The yeah, whatever but, it, was. it was also. I think it was also the size of the ballpark was different. Uh, it could have been that in altitude if they were right. somewhere that was a little bit higher above well, they sea were level. Mex- they were in Mexico City. Okay, but so, even still, even still, six, but it, I definitely it, think it was a. I definitely think it was a ballpark piece. It ballpark, could be. ballpark. But at the same time, they want to bring action down to Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah so you don't want the juice balls. They're like, hey, we still got some of them balls from 2019 <laughs> lying around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's like, pack them up. Like you definitely don't want a one nothing pitchers duel. For a Mexican no. series, like yeah. right, like you're trying to make it's this like game the same thing. It's like the same thing in London when they go over to London. You don't want to have that just boring zero zero game yeah. into the eighth. Right. Like you want to, you want to see action. Well, I I think are they doing a Japanese series this year? There is they a brand of underwear normally, normally they Tommy do John. that. That has a hammock for your gonads. I'm going to double check <laughs> Tommy John. I think there is not sponsored, <laughs> but we'd like <laughs> to be. <laughs> hey, Tommy John, what up? I know. Um, I I thought they were in the talk 
I thought they were in talks of doing a Japanese series this year. No, that'd be cool. I mean, right? I mean, that's the thing, though. I don't think Japan needs us to come over there. No, dude, dude. Japan, you ever, you ever arguably baseball. No, not even arguably. Baseball is bigger in Japan than it is. Dude, one hundred percent. They love baseball over there. That's in Trevor Bauer over in Japan. He's actually kind of tearing it up. Is it well? Listen, for what it's worth, Japanese players and Japanese baseball is awesome. America still produces the best baseball players. I, oh. I, I don't want to say America as well. I, I say the Americas, right? Yeah, like the Ameri- South America. Yes. Obviously, a lot of your uh, South American-born players are phenomenal. I'm not discrediting yes. that. But the Americas still make the best baseball oh, players. Without a doubt. I but think a lot of that has to do with the, the selection of people, right? right? Japan is an island of New Jersey size, and America... The United States is the size of, you know, the whole Huge. continent it's, almost. Yeah, it's, it right. stretches so, across the whole continent. Y- right. Yeah, I mean, my point being is like, we could fit half of Europe, if not all of Europe, in the U.S. Like, so we have a, a much bigger selection of people. So obviously, we're we're not including know, st- Russia in that statement because Russia is absolutely massive. Correct. But point being is like we we have the ability to select more people. Therefore, statistically, we're going to find better players. Right, and then but, you get those you know random eggs that come over from Japan, right. like Shohei Ichiro, Masataka Yoshida yeah. for the Red Sox. Oh, like man. there's you know Kodai Senga for the yeah, Mets. Yeah, yeah, Senga. Granted, Senga, it hasn't been exactly what we thought he was going to be so far. He's got like a four plus ERA right now. Ah, give him some but time to adjust. But he's still yeah. he's still that's the thing, is he. Or is Trevor Power? I think Trevor's, yeah. He's playing in Japan. Right. The balls in Japan and the balls in the MLB, they are different. Like, the, the core of the ball is a little bit different. The seams are different. They're not exa- as raised as the MLB or something like that. Or they're more raised, something along the lines of that. Like, there is a is a difference in, right, in right, the balls. Right. So that is something that Kodai Sanga might be adjusting, adjusting to, to still. Yeah. But that's the thing is his fork that he throws, nobody can n- – still ain't no. nobody hitting that. It's nasty. Nasty. But his issue that he's dealing with right now is Kodai's walking a lot of batters. He he doesn't have the control right now. So that's what he's got to figure out. I, I, I think Japanese baseball is – I think Japanese baseball is better in terms of fan interaction. I think it's better in terms of – you Over, know, overall fandom, aesthetics. aesthetics. They, they, they. I mean, you see when their closers come out, or you see when like, oh, dude, nasty, awesome, nasty. Whole stadium goes dark, can lights yep. and music, like lasers. You know what it is? Japanese baseball is like European soccer, right? Like it's their sport, and they love it and live for it. And we in America, I think, are spoiled in the sense that we have so many sports that you, you, you take fans and you're spreading their love in multiple places where in Japan... Now, granted, I don't know Japanese culture well enough to say this as strongly as I'm going to, but Japan may not have all of those professional sports. Baseball may be their only professional sport, and they just wholeheartedly into it, right? Like, you look at... Europe and soccer, right? That, that's all they I was going to say, you look at, you look at the, the English Premier League. Yeah, like, right. Like, you go to a Premier League game, it doesn't matter if it's the worst team in the Premier League. It can be the, like... Sold out crowd. Sold out. Their fans are rowdy, chanting the yes. whole time, screaming. Like, it's just a... I don't know. Out there, it's just crazy. But they, but they don't really have... Anything Hockey, else? Football, basketball, baseball. Well, you saw soccer. you saw what happened when the UK tried to play baseball in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but but my point is, is like you know when you when you're a one sport dominant country, country. right? Like it, it shows what you could have in the states, and baseball for Japan is that where it's like it's just awesome. I'd love to go to Japan and experience a baseball game out there. If you guys want to take a trip, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
To where? Japan. We should take a trip. I I would love to Bring go to baby. Japan. Bring the wife. I'm saving for a house. I am not <laughs> affording to go buy, to Japan. Buy a house in Japan. Arigato! <laughs> Nick, you would you would make a mint out there. You're the typical American boy. Everybody would just be taking pictures yeah, of dude, me. Dude, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, American! <laughs> like, what's, uh, what's, what's that movie where, like... Rush Hour. Shot in the dark. No, no. It's there's like a, there's like a movie where it's like American Johnny or something like that. Like, oh god, what? you guys, you guys keep talking. There's yes. like a thing where a oh. character goes to another country. Yeah, and oh. he absolutely. Are you talking about Full Metal Jacket or that? Oh, five dollars, sucky, sucky. No, 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 no. Hold on, um, I'm gonna look. Yeah, it up. I don't think it was Japan though. I think it was actually. Um, oh, it was Family Guy. Was it Family yeah. Guy? Yeah, yes. it's because it's, it's Quagmire. because Quagmire goes yeah. over there and he looks like some like TV star, so they call him American. No, because he was he, he was an American TV star in, in Japan, Japan. Yeah. and like he came back after like all this, so everybody goes crazy and like American Johnny, and it's that's Quagmire. What his name was. So just imagine <laughs> his that. His name was American Johnny. Oh my god! Family Guy's goaded. I, I don't care what anybody says. The writing on Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane's a genius. Seth MacFarlane. Seth- Phenomenal writer, by the way. Genius. I, I think the only comparable to him is the South Park writers. Agreed. They're great. Yeah. The South Park's. I've just never gotten into South Park. The voices annoy me. Fair. I just, you know I can't keep listening to it. Like, oh, oh, my God. Come you on down to South Park. Like, I'm just not. Wheeler. You know what the only problem with South Park is? The only problem? It's very generational. Like, you have to know what's going on to understand the show. So, like, somebody like us, we could probably watch the first couple seasons and kind of know what's going on. But... After uh, after us, like the generation after us, they have no idea what happened in the '90s enough to understand, understand any of the jokes from, from right. season one through it's like five. The, it's like The Simpsons, like going yeah, from yeah. The Simpsons, like even Family Guy, like all these shows. You go back to those first couple seasons, and they're all dated, and you can tell like yeah. it's all content from that time. But I really need the Orioles everything. to pull out a win here today. Yeah, I would love to see yeah, the yeah, Orioles <laughs> beat the. I'd really beat the like the Orioles to, <laughs> yeah. to beat the Braves here. Bottom of the six, uh, only up two one against the Braves. We'll see. Ozzy Albies, most is overrated it, is it player. Coon, did Acuna go out? I know the. Is Acuna hurt? I know the other day mm. he like did something funky too. Why are the Mets only beating the Rockies one nothing? I know yeah, Acuna and, the other but, day did something funky to his hip. Right. It was uh, some. I'll give you another surprise player. Oh God! Oh, here we go. Boy. Brett Beatty. No. <laughs> no, he's my rookie of the year pick, but I'm not going to say he's surprising. I mean, he tore up AAA. I hope he does good. I yeah. saw him hit a home run on Thursday when I went to the game. Fucking awesome. I did, dead, too. Dead uh, center right. shot. I went, on, I went on Monday. I saw him hit two home runs. Oh, he, that's uh, yeah. right. He hit two and that night. And they lost that game, by the way. Yeah. They I, lost the game. Eight. Uh, nine eight. Yeah, the, I watched. I was there at that game. I'm like, yep, you guys. The game. Be the me. game I went to. We were we were winning. It. We were up like seven seven four in the seventh. Almost lost that one. Eighth inning. Fucking grand slam. Take the lead. And then yep. we ended up scoring two in the eighth. But my surprise, who I'm just like, he's older. Didn't expect it. David Robertson, oh, out okay. of the Mets bullpen, has just been that dude for us. Yeah, his slider is filthy that has wow. so much late movement on it like it's Four. when i was at the mets game i watched him strike out like two out of the three batters in the ninth to win it for us and those two out of the three that struck out it was the don't chop at it it's not a sword like yeah bad swings at it because it just makes him look silly well but he was if i'm not mistaken robertson like a, was supposed to be mariano rivera's like 
like the, the guy to take over. Understudy, right? like, yeah. Like, he was supposed to be the guy, and it just yep. never panned out yep. in New York. And then he was great for the Phillies last he year. Phenomenal for the but Phillies. He's, and he then just came Mets. into the game for the Mets. He's got a point six eight ERA. And yeah. He's had, I think he's made every save opportunity yeah, this year. He's, 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 he's started to put it together last yeah. year. And, yep. it's and then it's it carried now, over yeah. so far, but... You yeah, know. he was supposed to be the guy in New York, and he—I mean, he wasn't bad. And I no, mean, he, had, he was solid for the Yankees. but yeah. they also had Aroldis Chapman, and yeah, he was right. their dude for however right. long. And now—and it's funny because now Aroldis Chapman, who's he playing for now? Ooh, uh, did Rooker hit another home run tonight? I believe. Oh, Chapman no, was playing unless for the Royals. he just did. Yes, yes, yeah. Who? Who's yeah, absolutely getting Aroldis destroyed? Chapman, like he looks good. Like he looks like he's coming back. Yeah, I, what like, he's he throwing the ball, off. he's throwing the ball so hard again. Like, I don't know, man. What happened with him? He fell off. He just fell off. I think it was just he. I don't know. He was just nice play, Chris Bassett. X Met. I wonder. Oh, this to is the back. premier plays of the week. Yeah. Oh, we just saw that one. Yep. Castellanos getting absolutely. Well, Castellanos yep. can't run either. No. Castellanos can run. No, Castellanos is slow. That's why they had to. That's why they had to move him and reposition him out in right field. No, that's because he. That's because well, he, he can't so, play he, the outfield. He, well, he, he can't, can't play run. defense, and he needs to run to his catching hand. But at the same time, he doesn't. He doesn't run to the ball well. Wow! But what he a also great is not. Catch he, he's there. not a stolen base guy. Andrew Vaughn with an absolute phenomenal catch. I well, definitely no. I think he just robbed Andrew Vaughn. Oh, yeah. he robbed a home run free because Andrew robbed. Vaughn plays for the White Sox. White Sox. You're right. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that's another dude for the White I heard, Sox. I heard Andrew yeah. Vaughn, yeah, yeah, and no, I'm like, no. oh, what a catch. That's another dude say. that's and like I, everybody's like, no, you're, waiting. You're retarded. They're all waiting for Andrew Vaughn to break out, too, in Chicago. Yeah, that's like another thing is he's just been like that wishy-washy, like he'll have games where he'll go out and hit like 10 home runs in a 30-game right. period, and then he'll completely fall off and yeah. disappear for two months. Yeah. It, it's he's, he's one of those guys weird. every year I pick off off a of free agency on fantasy just because he can are be you, a good pickup, but I'm yeah. not going to draft him. Are you? You're in a league. I know you asked I'm me to two. join. You asked me to join one this year, didn't you? And I said no. No, not this year. I think it was last year. Oh, last year. Yeah, because okay. yeah, this year I didn't. I didn't make a league. I'm just in a couple free Side leagues. Side note: I do want to do a suicide pool. Yeah, for football. Yeah, I know. I mentioned. Suicide. Oh, is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. thing where it's like you pick the winner and then yeah, like yeah. So I mentioned this last week. I mentioned this last week, but I think we should start one anyway. See how many people we can. I'm doing. I'm doing fantasy it. football again this F- year too. I would do fantasy too, but I, I want to think too. Is I want to run a suicide up here. League. I have enough friends up here to do a live football draft. Oh, I'd be down for that. Where we might actually be able to stream the draft if we wanted to stream the draft and do a little podcast while yeah, we're we doing do it. That. Or that could be a possibility. That could definitely. But be that's a possibility. what I'm saying because if if my basement is finished by draft time, which usually when do we usually draft? Like September, right? You or draft it's end of it, August. It depends on the it depends on the league. I've drafted I wait, as I early wait, as August. I like wait until week. after preseason's over. I don't draft until preseason's done because if people get hurt in preseason, that's that's my ideal thing. Well, so I've drafted as early as like the first week of August. Oh, I did one like July fourth during COVID. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we sat for two months wait for the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Preseason start. preseason starts and you're already drafted. But I've also done like three days or like whatever the time limit is before uh i've also done it a couple days before the league like the the league actually starts its gameplay right so i don't know i i I wouldn't be opposed to doing a pre pre preseason draft just because the teams have to deal with injuries 
Right. So if we have to deal with injuries, so be it. Like it'll show yeah, you your football happen. knowledge. But I, it, it's just a matter of when you want to do it. I, I think the weekend before would probably be the best. Yeah, honestly. we'll have to we'll have to plan it out and see what we can get done and see where everybody's at for as far as that time. Yes, yes, because you, my friend, may not be. Yeah, we'll 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 keep that offline for right now until uh, some stuff is more concrete correct, as far as correct. where that's going. But yeah, yeah, we'll 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 figure that all out. I definitely think we should do a fantasy football. I, I think we could yeah. do fantasy any league really. Like, um, if you wanted to start a fantasy bat, well, I don't really care for fantasy basketball, but yeah. if you wanted to do fanny fa- fantasy, geez, if you wanted to do fantasy hockey. Or if you wanted to do fantasy done, I've done baseball, a, I've done I've done hockey before. I definitely am excited for football, and I wouldn't be against doing lineups pretty much daily for as far as baseball next season. Okay, yeah, so. I could I could get behind that. Um, this is definitely bad, not necessarily bad radio, but uh, telling everybody that Nick ran upstairs to use the restroom, so that's why you don't hear Nick's voice. Yes, just so we can throw so. him under the bus that he didn't pee before the. The show kicked off. Not that we haven't been recording yeah. for uh, an hour, it seems, or what have yeah. you. But nonetheless, um, we could potentially cut the episode. Yeah. I guess it is 9 o'clock. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Nick, you're in the bathroom, so you don't get to say <laughs> sayonara today. But I guess that's our first episode. Yeah. I guess so. that's our first official episode that we're going to post up and Feel get free. on top of things. And Cool. Yeah. Feel free to check out our socials. Make sure to follow us to keep uh, updates. I know we'll be posting some stuff as far as uh, content that we had talked about for the first two offline episodes. Um, yes, I'll to make sure I'll, that everybody stays in the loop. I'll for try as far and as look we're through about. those and like clip some things. Yeah, yeah we'll or, get some stuff up. Uh, see if I can get some stuff out of that those MP3s. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we'll post this up and we'll get ready to roll, and it'll be fun. Um, I definitely have to find the logo again and. We'll go from there. So, peace.